Hey guys, it's me really quickly. I just wanted to take a moment to say one, thank you so much for tuning in. Truly without you, then I'm just talking into a big void, which is like not out of the ordinary for me, but like not ideal for my mental well-being. So the fact that some of you guys come out and are like, man, I can't wait for the next episode. Like, it, <laughs> I know that a lot of the podcasts say this, but it, it really is. And I feel this on a very deep level. I'm not going to cry. I'm going to be cool. Um, just like people listen. And that's really wild to me. Like, truly, thank you. So I guess what I'm saying is thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sticking with us. Thank you for listening. Thank you for taking the time to review our podcast. Thank you for buying the products. Like those of you who bought Life Boost, like we get to be doing so many more cool things in the future and we have so many things planned for you that I cannot wait. One of them is that we have had the great pleasure of being able to record in a studio that has been offered to us by our dear friend John so shout out to him and we owe you like an entire 12 cases of WeMac thank you John you're amazing and our next guest Eric is is amazing and I think you're really gonna like him and we are going to be bringing you so many more amazing guests and routine of getting these out on the regular so thank you for sticking with us with me starting a new job, it was kind of crazy, but I think we're ready to get back on track. So I can't believe you're listening, but I love you and I'm so grateful to you. Enjoy the next podcast. Hey guys. So I woke up this morning and I felt that nip of fall in the air with this 56 degree weather. And I was like, give me my jeans, give me my flannel shirt. Give me my coffee. I went to Marshall's. I got myself a new Halloween spooky mug. I got some Doc Martens and I am ready. I'm just missing my flannel, honestly, and of course my coffee. But you and I can head over to lifeboostcoffee.com and fill our mugs with flavors like Midnight Blueberry Mocha, Smoky Butterscotch, and Whiskey Barrel and warm our fingers just in time for this fall season, even though disclaimer next week is gonna be like hot but like I'm sure falls right around the corner head on over to their website and you're gonna be blown away because they don't just have coffee they have amazing options for coffee drinkers non-coffee drinkers they have like a mushroom coffee it's insane I can't do the mushroom coffee because my tum tum hates mushrooms but like go do it I'm sure your tum tum loves them if you're wanting to save some money with your first order you can use our new code yes babes new code. Are you ready for this? Get a pen. Actually, don't. Open your notes app because this is 2023. What the hell are we doing? Pens? Come on, get out of here. Our new code to save yourself 30% is unmasked. That's U-N-M-A-S-K-E-D pod P-O-D. D as in dog. Dogs are the best. Again, that's unmasked U-N-M-A-S-K-E-D pod P-O-D. One word, save yourself 30%. Or you know what? If you have already saved yourself, give it to someone else because every time you use that code, you are supporting us and getting some energy from that coffee with it. So go get yourself a spooky mug at Marshall's, not a paid endorsement, and get yourself some life boosts. And then cheers because fall is right around the corner, except for that one day next week that's going to be like 100. But don't worry about that. Let's just live here now unmasked pod 
to save yourself 30% at lifeboost.com. So I don't know how many of you guys know this, but I started a new job recently and it's the most physically demanding job I have ever had ever. I am constantly, constantly bending, kneeling, getting back up, taking giant tires that are half my size, you know, chest level, putting them on, using my body every day, all the time. And then of course, going to practice and beating myself up that way. Needless to say, I woke up this morning and my shoulders were done. They actually checked out. I woke up and I had no shoulders because I couldn't move them. They were gone. They checked out. Like I said, they left me a note that said, hey, we're in an abusive relationship with you and we're leaving. And I said, fair. So my goal to get them back and my body to stop hating me is to give it what it needs. And right now what it really needs is a float. So you bet your bottom dollar, Annie said that one, that I am going to go to a place to float this week and I'm going to float in a deprivation chamber where my body and my mind can get back to a calm spot. If you're wondering what the hell I'm talking about, that's okay. That's like what most people feel when I'm talking. So a deprivation chamber is basically a big pool of warm water filled with Epsom salt that you can use to have you float in it basically and the lights are off and there's no sound and it's literally probably the best naps I've ever had ever if you are wanting to try this you can go to a place to float and they have a website place to float.com and sign up for a float and you can save on your first float with our code unmasked that's u-n-m-a-s-k-e-d to save yourself 20 percent on what i think you're going to experience is the most relaxing moment of your life in a world of ordinary it's time to unmask the extraordinary with unmasked the podcast with your host brandon zimmerman Welcome to Unmask the Podcast. I feel like everybody knows me, just about everything about me. Eye candy of the night, 100%. <laughs> and Sarah Zimmerman. I want to be on the back end of RTV and just like, kick, 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 kick. Right. Um, I saw Amanda Nunez and I'm pretty sure I fell in love with her. I want to just be her. It's time to unmask your true potential. Welcome to Unmask the Podcast. We're here with Eric. Chris Helios. Oh, I said your name nice. right. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Golf claps. <laughs> Eric is our dear friend from CrewFit. He is a clinical assistant for Forte Sports Medicine and the founder of Combat Sports Wellness. Um, I'll say, just for starters, you're good at what you do. You're, <laughs> you are truly good at what you do. I think anytime we, like, B or I come to you and we're like, please help us. We're broken. <laughs> You have just the right fix, so I yeah. really appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I'd say um, just just to pump you up a little bit. I've been doing like your PT religiously. You gave me for my arm, and like I definitely like notice like I'm lifting tailgates at work. And I'm like, why isn't my shit hurting anymore? Why is my arm mobile now? <laughs> that's good. That's good. That means you're you're improving and you're healing. And so that's a, that, 
means you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Again, golf claps. <laughs> Yay. Good for you. Yeah. So now I take everything you say as gospel when it comes to like that <laughs> stuff. So I, I, um, cause I, I also do like you, you recommended doing like higher repetitions for like the big three and lifting and like smaller weights. And now my pants don't fit because my quads there and butt go, have gotten there so we go. big. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the Hulk. I'm like, look, honey. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. Ju- he will. He says it a lot. He's like, my pants don't fit. And in my girl mind, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Like, do you need to go on a diet? And he's like super hyped about it. And I'm like, I'm so happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> fit, fit things, fit problems. I guess. So how did you even get to this? I mean, as a little kid, you weren't like going around being like, I really want to help people's bodies. No, it was uh, actually the quite opposite. Okay. When, I, when I was a little kid. I wanted to be a cake tester. Oh, I thought you were oh. literally just going to stop at cake. And no. I was like, hell yes. In Amazing. My, in my head, I just wanted to sit at a table, mm-hmm. conveyor belt in front of me, and it'd just be a piece of cake. And I'd eat it and go, mm, eight and a half. And then that's that's what I wanted to do. I am a, I am literally gagged. Like, that's the f- most amazing job i think i've ever heard of mm-hmm. yeah kudos See, to you as a little kid i truly. wanted to be the green power ranger so like that's totally that's opposite bad. of the that's spectrum i wanted to hunt dinosaurs so <laughs> yeah you know. wild that's so cool what was your favorite cake as a kid Maybe like carrot cake. That's probably where I'm in, I'm advancing to. I, don't know. <laughs> I mean, did you, you, did had you practice? You started tester. out with like, you were like, okay, I'm going to try vanilla and chocolate. Just, as, you know, beginner cakes. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then you moved slowly up. slowly evolve into the more complex. Wow. That's so fun. <laughs> what a great job. Do you think your little kid self is like excited or like impressed of where you are today? I don't know. That's a really good. I've never like thought about that. I didn't either until the other day. And then I was like, I think I might have cried. I was like, oh, she's not happy. (laughs) (laughs) We'll figure it out. But that's so cool. I love I love that cake tester with a conveyor belt. The conveyor belt really is the clincher. It really, really sets it in, (laughs) sends it home there. So then what how did you get from that to this? Yeah, that's a really great, great question. So in life, we've I've always been like an athlete Uh, growing up with two older brothers and a younger sister. uh, My mom had us. All four of us in five years. Oh, bless, Lord. bless her. Yeah. So we were all really close in age, and you know, I wanted to do what my older brothers were doing. So when I saw them riding their bike with no training wheels, I was like, I can do that. And so I started riding a bike with no training wheels at three. And then, oh my god, um, we were really heavy into like water sports as well. And so I would watch my dad do um, a lot of slalom skiing, which is skiing with one. Um, ski versus like two skis like a combo ski and so I was like oh yeah I can do that and so just more of like the I can do it mindset okay and so then you know from water sports to football baseball tennis you know it was just kind of like my progression of athletics that okay. kind of like developed me in different mindsets and different abilities to you know kind of set me up for my future so then you started getting hurt and you were like how does one <laughs> <laughs> fix this <laughs> You, you realize the, the injuries that come along with with sporting. so <laughs> Yeah, it, there are a few amount of injuries that occur in athletics. I, yeah. Have you guys noticed that? I mean, I never get injured, so <laughs> no. 
That's sarcasm. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Matt, I just got done saying how you helped fix an injury of mine, so I'm not <laughs> even going to pretend like <laughs> an injury. I'm not even sure how it even happened. To be truthfully, I just I just woke up one day. I was like, why the fuck is my arm hurting, or why does it hurt when I do certain things? Mm-hmm. You know, I was just like, I don't couldn't even place. Normally, most stuff like you know, like my shoulder when I broke it, and I was like, oh, that was definitely because I got thrown very hard because mm-hmm. it happened. And I screamed. I was like, ow. You yeah. screamed. Oh. Maybe I didn't scream. I don't think you I think screamed. I was just like, don't lie. I think I was like Peter Griffin when he fell down the stairs or tripped. He's like, <sighs> <sighs> <Yeah. laughs> well, that shows you like a difference between of uh, you know chronic injuries versus more of a an acute injury. Like your shoulder when you broke your shoulder, that bone, it's a very acute injury. It's fresh. It's hot. It hurts. Okay. Versus like a chronic injury is you know over a long period of time where you're constantly overstressing you know your ligaments different tendons and different things like that that are causing more chronic based injuries and so there's two different types of like rehabs versus like treatments based on those injuries oh my gosh i literally i'm so glad you explained that because when you said acute injuries i was like oh that's like a paper cut like it's not that big of a deal and then you were like it's cute a broken (laughs) shoulder is an acute injury and i'm like the hell it is what do you know get out get out of here what is cute about that i don't understand (laughs) (laughs) so did you go to school for this or yeah so i went to school at indiana state university okay and i got my degree in athletic training which is it's not just like training athletes and there is a there is a side to that but it's we're allied healthcare providers so the way i kind of describe it for people that don't understand the profession it's an emt a physical therapist and a nurse kind of pushed into one profession interesting and so that's where i have that idea of like rehab of like helping you with your elbow and then on the emt side you know i've had to help people from you know c-spine injuries to cardiac arrest um and that's just like my job when we were on the field um and then like the nursing side there's a um you know we can do stuff just like inside of just more of like the athletic training room there's more like healthcare on that aspect versus it being like an emergency side or like a rehab side so like we touch a lot of different places in the healthcare field um but um we're not like super advanced in all of them if that makes sense okay yeah like a jack of all trades for this specific area okay interesting interesting wow did you like what are the classes you have to go through for that i mean like emt i i know so many that it's just like they have to learn so many things. You Then you kind of like, you're not going into depth, like you said, into the EMT side or the nursing side or this. You're just getting like your first year EMT stuff or nursing or is it just kind of a combination that they've put into one degree? Mm-hmm. So it's a combination of everything. Okay. Um, it's not like we are EMTs, we are a nurse or a physical therapist. Okay, okay. Um, it's just taking bits and pieces from their like standard education and okay. putting it into one. So. We can do, as an athletic trainer, we're able to do more than what an EMT basic can do um, with different physician instructions and such. Um, physical therapy-wise, like, we can do very much as a physical therapist. We can't do physical therapy because we're not physical therapists. But we can do rehabilitation exercises. <laughs> okay, so if you label it different, <laughs> quotes, it's yes. fine. I got you. So as an athlete, did you want to then be a professional athlete or were you like, no, I really just want to go to school and this is what interests me? I was never good enough to be a professional athlete. Okay. I've, like I was athletic. I was fairly good at picking up different things and, you know, picking up basketball or whatever different sports, but I was never good enough to be like, oh, let's go to 
IU and go play on their tennis team or, or something like that. But I, I was good enough to compete in, you know, uh, 6A high school. So you know, oh, I, yeah. was, I was decent, but yeah. I wasn't great by any means. Okay. Is, is a lot of that because you played 17 sports I was gonna say. at a time? <laughs> and kind of like you're doing now, you have three different jobs crammed into one. So yes. you're, yes. <laughs> you're kind of okay. good at a little bit of everything. <laughs> well, growing up, we were just... Um, we were athletic. We were we used our imagination. We made up games, and we were just outside playing, yeah. which kind of like moved us into like those types of movements. Moved into athletics when we got older. Sure. So that's like how we kind of developed that those mindsets and that uh, those those ability. And then it was like, oh, tennis. That's kind of like baseball. And you shift it, and you're like, oh, I just picked up golf. Oh yeah, I can kind of do it. You got to just sh- shift your hips a little different. And then from my perspective now, of like understanding like the body and how the body moves and different like the mechanics of it it helps me understand oh instead of like swinging your hips with a golf club you're actually rotating your hips and then that's oh. how you're driving your power from it or like in bjj you know i'm putting someone into a kimura i'm like oh i know exactly exactly where i'm putting pressure on their elbow <laughs> to or break their... it in half yes yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it just kind of helps me like break it down more based on my education now okay that's interesting because yeah. i think for me i break it down by oh i remember one time this happened to me and i know how to push in their elbow like i know that this is gonna suck because like i had it done to me Mm -hmm. whereas you are like i clinically know how to break people's bones because i know how to put their bones back together (laughs) it it makes you think of uh human weapon did you ever watch that show oh yeah so so human weapon it would always show like they would do a particular move like when they did the jujitsu episode they'd be like okay here's the mechanics of when they're doing an arm bar or kimura and it shows a little like skeletal cgi i was just about to be like was there a bunch of like dramatic zoom ins of like different joints and ligaments and stuff Mm -hmm. yeah or or in the movies when they punch something and it shows like the nose like break and i'm thinking i'm imagining eric's a cyborg and he's (laughs) (laughs) he like runs down he's like Got it. And then it just like, <laughs> he knows. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you, then did that just progression of like, oh, you know what? Tennis is kind of like kicking someone in the shin. Like, how did you get to martial arts? Because you also train with us. Yes, so. yes. <laughs> um, so I played football until seventh grade. And then I didn't like to coach my seventh grade year. Yeah, because football coaches high key kind of suck. No offense, but like, uh, if you're rough. a football coach, no offense, but also no, but like also you probably also teach history. Golf and football coaches always teach history for some reason, yeah. and I'm never a fan of them. This coach taught uh, like basic economics. There it is. Yeah, that's like in the history, like in the social studies, like group. Yeah, yeah. it's never like English. So I <laughs> or theater. So I didn't like it, and so. I didn't like the coach, so I moved on. I was like, oh, man, what else could I play? I could go play soccer. Oh, my brothers play soccer. Let's go try something new. And so I picked up tennis. And so I just started playing tennis and got really into it, enjoyed it, started playing it year-round. Um, I played it from seventh grade until my senior year of high school. Oh, my oh, gosh. Wow, yeah. And then um, – That is quite a quite a little tennis career for you, oh, yeah. baby Eric. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was pretty, I was decent. I, I love. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but during that time in high school, I was looking at going into the military. Okay. And so I was ready to go serve my country, and I was motivated, and I wanted to go do that. And in my head, I'm always someone that likes to get prepared, as you can see. I got my notes right here. I, I was, love it. I was I ready to it. go. Um, I wanted to have like a head, like a little advance up compared to other people that would go into basic training. So I was like, ah, what can I go do? 
I can go you know, do like boxing or some type of martial art to help advance me. And so I started searching around and I found um, there's a local organization that my friend, my friend, he was a neighbor, old neighbor. His name was Luke Dunnick. He used to own a building called Sparta. And so it's always an old neighbor mm-hmm. when you're like, that guy looks like he mows lawn. And then you're like, actually, he's um, he's a deadly weapon. He's, yeah. he's actually the baddest motherfucker <laughs> on the block. That's going to be you, B, one day. <laughs> one day. <laughs> like as a, as a black belt, don't fuck with him. <laughs> so from Sparta, I, you know, Luke Dunnick and I were doing a lot of boxing. And I was just like, I want to do more. I want to use these powerful legs I got. <laughs> my and, tennis leg yes <laughs> and uh and it didn't feel like enough for like military wise it just like it was very surface basic stuff and then i found a martial art called krav maga and so this is where it started and the owner of the gym was named uh, jeff and man he is the most incredible martial artist i've ever seen he, amazing he he has no last name it's just jeff just just jeff and i love it what's your name jeff that's all you need to know. No, don't mess with him. That's Hell yeah. Jeff. And so, like, I learned, um, you know, the basic combat there from Krav and learned just different, you know, techniques from, like, hand-to-hand combat to ground fighting to weapons combat. And, you know, I really enjoyed it. I found it. it, was, it was, I was in love with it. Um, and it was like, all right, so I'm, I'm ready to graduate from high school and just go directly into the military. And I was ready for it. And then I met this girl named caitlin no it's always a girl oh my god <laughs> and i was like man this girl's she's pretty sweet i really like her oh and i was struggling with the the idea of going into that military lifestyle yeah with um with that type of relationship yep and so i ended up just saying all right if this girl is like the one you know the one that i really want to like settle down with and you know We'll, we'll just see what happens. And I won't go in the military. If things don't work out, then I can always re-enlist. And so I actually ended up just not going in the military and went to school. And that goes back to like, ah, oh, I was like, oh, what do I want to do? Yeah. How do I want to help people? How do I want to help people advance and reach their goals? And I kind of like found that way into athletic training. And that's, that's how I got there. And then I liked martial arts so much, I just continued to practice it. And in college, I did some Filipino martial arts with – just like knife fighting and like was the, it Kali or yeah. very, very similar to Kali. Okay, yeah. cool. And so got little bamboo sticks and we'd like beat yeah. each other up with those and it was a good time. If really if time. I were to pick like a off kilter like martial art I couldn't use for like fighting, like like competitive fighting, like mm-hmm. I think that would be like the one I would like sway. I <laughs> would do Krav Maga because I feel like Krav Maga is like the action hero of martial arts. Like you're constantly trying to like like, I just imagine them being, like, a lot of rolling on the ground and a lot of, like, blocking things. Well, and, like, every time I see, like, a martial art in an action movie, I'm like, that's got to be yeah. the Maga. Well, in, in Philip Philippines, that's what they teach their military. Is, mm-hmm. Well, yeah, Krav was developed Kali. in um, Israel for their military. Right. Yeah. And that's always like, oh, that's perfect for my military journey. So then does, like, Gal Gadot knows it, right? Uh, yes, we'll pretend like I know things. Does she? Yeah, was she in the military? I'm pretty sure. Oh, I don't know that. I'll Google it later. My yeah. phone's in the other room. You're <laughs> welcome. Google that. Yeah. <laughs> Fact check. <laughs> I would not join the military if if I were to 
like if if she was the girl who I was like maybe I'd be like yeah no I'm not going to the military <laughs> we're just gonna settle down with Gal Gadot but like I hope like I I'm really excited that you got to where you are because now we get to benefit from all of yeah, that yeah. And, and to be fair the fact that you were like I want to actually be prepared to go into the military is more than like all of my friends who went into the military did. yeah no shit and I because uh, you know former fat kid I was like oh they're gonna go in the basic training and get in really good shape blah 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 and they're like well we did a lot of push-ups and sit-ups and like yeah I know. was like because I really wanted to do I wanted to join the marines and then I met which is so like it's interesting because my like you said you played a lot outside and I I was definitely of the kilt of like go outside and play like go outside and play same leave the house (laughs) and I always would and like you know using my imagination constantly and that ended up becoming me as a theater kid Mm -hmm. so so like not a sport kid um but then I really wanted to I think like I really wanted to join the marines for some reason and and I was like, I got to do at least one pull up. How'd that go? It didn't. It went terribly. <laughs> I couldn't do it. And then I had my child. So, you know, a different kind of yeah. love for a girl. <laughs> like, <laughs> I route. love that child. But yeah, that's why I didn't end up going. And so, yeah, wild. I am Life's still journey. pursuing Life my dream of being the Green journey. Power Ranger. So. <laughs> Hey, you're almost there. You're so close. <laughs> I'm so close. I'm just going to work on getting you that your spandex. special suit. Yeah, yeah, your spandex is on back order, so we'll That's see. That's true. <laughs> what the hell? So how do you, um, like, I mean, when you're looking at something like an injury, like, for instance, Brandon's arm and stuff like that, what's the first go-to in your head? Like, how do you, because there has to be, like, a process. Is there a process? To, like, of, diagnosing like, the yeah, injury? Yeah, I don't know. This is me totally not knowing anything where Uh does it hurt yeah (laughs) (laughs) step one (laughs) um well it goes back to that simple question of is it an acute injury or is it a chronic injury okay because then from there at least how i learned it all it you'd break it down from i forget what we call them but you pretty much have these flow charts and it'd be like all right if we're looking at a bicep rupture these are the signs and symptoms of a bicep rupture. These are the red flags. And it just like slowly spreads out and out and out. And so then it goes to shoulder pain. And you're like, oh, I have shoulder pain. And you just like work your way into finding like, okay. oh, it, it's a bicep rupture. Or, oh, it's actually torn labrum. Or, oh. So it's just like a lot of different questions that run through my head that help me understand what the injury really is. Yeah. Does that make sense on what I explained? That actually makes exactly yeah. sense. Exactly sense. Exactly what I say sense. doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> but that makes sense because when I told you like, hey, I'm having, like my shoulders really hurt and I had an, an AC, was it AC tear? I don't remember. AC joint sprain. There it is. Yeah. I don't know. Guys, look, I don't pay attention to shit that the doctor tells me. Um, and then I was like, hey, I'm having these issues and you're like, oh, that's your bicep such and such fill in the blank tendon muscle i don't know but you were like do this and i was like oh dope so you turned on your cyborg brain and you were like that is exactly <laughs> this yeah you, like weirdly you type something in your arm and i just kind of let it go so that's cool <laughs> but yeah so okay that makes sense do you have to memorize all of that sorry that's a weird question but also i'm like stressed for you oh, no. <laughs> um, in school like we had to go through multiple like anatomy classes okay okay so from you would start with the hand or like the muscle groups and you just like slowly work through it. And so, yeah, there was exams where you're like, all right, what's this muscle in the hand or what's this bone? And 
what's the physiology of like this system and how does that work and that's just part of school and that's what I learned and yeah so I there was definitely memorization within that and it's just kind of been ingrained into my head yeah that makes sense yeah yeah I could see that neat yeah and there's always you know the saying you use it or you lose it and so I'm always using it so it helps like I'm always building on top of it and you know where I'm working right now I'm getting exposed to different things which is making me have curiosity like ah what is that and makes me go down a rabbit hole and start learning about it sure. I'm, a, I'm a lifelong learner i enjoy learning i love learning yeah yes it's, it's learning's dope it becomes a really big problem though because learning is really expensive youtube yes, yes. youtube yeah. yeah there is so much great information there out is there. a lot there is a lot for sure i just look for people that know more than me and mm-hmm. ask <laughs> that's <laughs> great is, yeah yeah it's been a very helpful tool of mine because I, I found that especially like being in martial arts or even with you know because we just know so many different people that do cool things you know so and and even like just social media Mm -hmm. you know anytime i have like a something's broke or i need something that i don't necessarily know the person on top of my head it's like hey who knows how to do this and i like know somebody or know somebody who knows somebody yeah you know so like that's a powerful i actually so i have a for those viewers that don't get to see us in the studio i have a whole list of just things that uh things to chat about just in case we ran out of ideas and one of my biggest points that I love to chat with people about is um, life is about relationships and it's not about wealth it's not about the things that you own it's about you know the ones the people that you get to hang out with and build community with and it just goes on to your point Brandon where you know if there are things that are going wrong in your life or oh my elbow hurts I wonder what Eric would think and then I help you out or oh my car needs help and you can go to Sarah over here now and help you out so you, it's need, just, you need to laugh and you call me yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all you got a thing a, you need a lunch brunch buddy you need a buddy me. who is down to eat chips, chips and, queso and queso anywhere anytime <laughs> yep you need your lawn mode i i got you really I, He's got, he I, loves it i don't necessarily love it but my don't lie don't lie to anyone like that <laughs> Don't even dare. I go full out dad mode. Yes, my, you do. my Nike New Balances are there we go. painted green. Let's just say <laughs> or Nike New Balances. He, my new balances. he he mows at his job and then he'll come home and with a smile mow our lawn and the neighbor's lawn. There so we go. that's very kind of you yeah. to do that. But no, I think I that makes me feel better because sometimes I'm like, I don't want to talk because I'll be like, B, this really hurts. And he goes, Go talk to Eric. And I'm like, I don't want to bother him with my nonsense. No, so, no, that's what that's why we're here, right? Like, like you know the right sources. We got the people. Yeah. And if I don't know the answer, then I can probably push you on to someone else that does. And yeah. so uh, I'm someone that wants to help people and help I want to encourage others. So if that's from a health standpoint, from a fitness standpoint to just an educational standpoint, that's like that's what I want to do. Yeah. I love it. That's so cool. I'm gonna bounce back because I have a really quick question. Yeah. Do you have any questions that you need to interject with uh, before you, I start mine? You can bounce way back. Where so you do not traditionally spell your name <laughs> regularly <laughs> like the normal. How did you even? Where did that? Is it like a pirate name? Because yeah, it's spelled A R I C K. Is that what it is? Yeah, A R I C K. Okay. That's very. R- it's very unique. It's so cool and it's very unique. And if you said it like Arik, it's very like um piratey yeah. yeah i need an eye patch I, yeah. you <laughs> I do <may> now <laughs> <laughs> um so 
my mom's name is Kira. K-I-R-A. Literally, I love that because it was one of my favorite Barbie names of all time. It used to be my go-to name, that and Tiffany, but like, let's not date me. And so if you spell my name backwards and remove the C, it spells her name. Oh, that's very sweet. Okay, that's kind of dope. So That's very sweet. I have no clue how she thought of that. No, um, I love it. My dad was the one that added the C. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, he had to have like a little bit of input. I'm really, yeah, what was he thinking? <laughs> so, yeah, I love it. That's really sweet. Yeah, so Yay. that's that's where my name came, comes from, and... You rarely meet someone that can ever pronounce it correctly, my first or my last name. So you just say it regularly like Eric? Eric, I always have to spell it. Like, always have to spell my name. Sure, yeah. As you can imagine. You're probably like 1% of people that spell it with an A. So, yes. so you, you're the one kid in the store who's like, I can't find my freaking name on the light, on the cool keychain. That was the most frustrating no. thing. Like, <laughs> so my siblings were all A's. So we okay. have Austin, Adam, Eric, and Allison. And so Love. everyone could find their name on a t-shirt, a little magnet, mm-hmm. and then I'm over here like, like that is never gonna very happen. That's so sad. <laughs> I would just get pissed if they didn't spell it like S A R A. Like that was annoying with me because I have an H at the end, and I'd be like, "Well, you're missing a letter, so piss off." But. Yeah, but it, but it wasn't <laughs> uncommon to do H or no H for Sarah though. Correct. So, like, it's not, How would you know? Did you live my life? I just <laughs> I went to school with like six Sarahs. I know. So. I danced with like seven. It was awful. Yeah. But I also, being an 80s child, knew all the Brandons. There was like seven or eight of us between two grades. So, like, I don't know why Brandon was such a popular 80s name, but it was. I don't know either. And I don't, because, like, the only Brandon I knew on, like, TV was, like, Brandon in 90210. And other than that, that was, like... <laughs> You're a little little older than I am, unfortunately. That's okay. I never watched it. Sorry. <laughs> I literally never watched that show. My go-to 80s and 90s name were Jeremy and Tiffany, and then Kira because she was the prettiest Barbie that I've ever seen. So that was it. <laughs> that was why I loved those names. Uh, oh, my gosh. Well, thank you for answering my question. Oh, absolutely. Because I was like, what the hell? What's going on with you? <laughs> I like it. So I'm assuming – so the, so the job you work 9 to 5, mm-hmm. I'm assuming is that that coordinate with what you do on the side for combat sports? Yeah, or yeah. So my job nine to five is I work in an outpatient orthopedic kind of like hospital. Okay. And so I work with a doctor who's a non-surgical orthopedic doctor. His name is Dr. Del Busto. Del Busto. Uh, yeah. He is a, he's incredibly intelligent. Um, you cannot not be with a name like that. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. But like, and get out of here. He's a local Indiana native too. So it's like. When I got hired on, it was like, man, this is this is a really sweet gig. Like, I really enjoy the person I'm working with. And then he does a great job of taking the time to help explain it to me, to help me educate myself better for when I'm interacting with patients. Or, you know, if I'm working um, with combat sports wellness, being able to help educate those patients. And so it's been it's – a, it's a pretty sweet gig. I've been really enjoying my time there. Who do you see the most of as far as sports? Like, where are the most injuries? Is it combat sports or is it, like, other? At Forte or? Yeah, just in general. In, yeah, in general. Like, it, yeah. Yeah, in general at Forte, um, we see a lot of pickleball injuries. They, no! They have been keeping us employed. <laughs> What the hell? I'm screaming. Is it because it's like the first time they've ever played a sport? 
I have no clue, but we get so many pickleball injuries. But and it's it's a lot of older folks too. I know, is I it, know. Bless. Is it just like elbow or something like a lot of it because because they're tendon from tendonitis to fractures. Wow. Like we have these, you know. I He's didn't reborn mean to, athletes. I literally did not mean to laugh at anybody who plays pickleball. I love it. I bike by some yeah. people who play. That's super fun for them. It's just nothing that I would ever, I don't think I could ever get into. Oh, you, you got to try it. I, I, I'm going to well, have to. I suck at tennis. Like, about, I'm so bad at hitting balls with rackets. It's, uh, it's ridiculous. Have you played ping pong? No. Yeah. Because we had, we had to play it in PE class. Were you good? No. Oh, okay. No. Okay. Well, so the thing about ping pong was you had to be like, I mean, letting it bounce is fine, but you had to be like light with it and everything. Like, mm-hmm. So tennis was the one sport I could get my mother to play with me. Okay. Because my brother played it in high school. So she played with him and she would actually go to the playground with me and play. And like playing with my father was just ridiculous because he would just – two-hand swing mm-hmm. knocking over the fence you know and like my mother was like you have to actually like cool down and actually like bounce it back and forth and i was like oh <laughs> <laughs> we played it in pe class too and i kind of like actually learned how to serve a ball in mm-hmm. the boxes and stuff so like i mean as an old person i don't know if i would want to play pickleball but i i can understand the the idea of it's challenging and you're moving your body mm-hmm. and I can also see how swinging a racket and doing the same motion all the time could injure something. I'm yeah. also thinking of like the specific spot that we ride by on New York Street, yeah. and that is a slanted driveway. Like it's not flat. So if you're just playing it, you know, a pickup game somewhere, that's not even ground. Like you could roll an ankle. Sure. That's so interesting. Yeah, no, but I love pickleball. It, it's a good little sport. That makes sense. I mean, it, you well, played like tennis for so long. Tennis and then. We played a lot of ping pong growing up as well. Okay. Uh, okay. A lot of ping- so it's like this beautiful combination of both, and I never knew about the the sport until college, and there was a tournament at Indiana <laughs> State. And I was like, "Oh, why not we go? Let's go try it out. Let's see how pickleball is." And I ended up winning the whole thing. Holy <laughs> shit! And the people I was uh like in the like the final round um. They were like people that were sponsored. They had like sponsored rackets, sponsored clothing. They're all decked out in pickleball, and I'm walking up with my rental racket that I got from the rec center, and I I just smoke them, and I'm like, wow, you I'm pretty good at pickleball. Are basically I guess. Gwyneth Paltrow <laughs> in that one karaoke movie where she comes in and just kills it, and then they're all like, what the hell? How long That's have you been you. playing? You're like, oh, I just started today. I just picked <laughs> it Isn't up. Isn't there another movie? <laughs> That's so fun, guys. Pickleball is fun. Or Why it's is like- it called pickleball? I don't know. Good. Good. Good question. Look it up. Uh, <laughs> it makes me think of Grandma's Boy. And have uh, you seen that movie? Mm-mm. So so Nick Schwartzen, uh, he's uh, – these guys are like it's – it's like a video game creator studio. It's I think their job is they make video games and stuff. And so they're constantly playing games. And these guys are like challenging each other to games and stuff like that. And he's like, we're going to play Dance Dance Revolution. He's like, okay, let's just see how this goes. And then, like, like somebody, like, they first dance and, like, did it. And he's like, beat that score. You know, he's like, all right. Well. He's acting like he didn't know what the fuck was going on. Uh-huh. And then he goes in and, like, just, like, crashes it. And it's like the thing screaming, like, you're going to break the game. You're so good. <laughs> and he's like, high score. What does high score mean? Did I break it? <laughs> I just imagine you, like, playing Pickleball. You're like, I don't what, – what, what happened? <laughs> It was great. This game's great. And I haven't played it since. <laughs> you retired on top. Yes. 
<laughs> I got my little trophy, and I'm like, I'm good. I That's played it. all my pickleball I need. You just stuck it in the air and walked out, and they're like, there he goes. <laughs> Who was that guy? <laughs> Who's that guy? <laughs> Fun story. They're still talking about it to this day, just being like, there's this guy, and he came in, and he demolished everybody, and then he just left. And no one and knows his name. Nobody knows. And no one's gonna guess it either because oh, no one would be able to remember it. No. Yeah. <laughs> they're like they're like trying to Google you and they're like, I think his name is Eric and they spell it with an E. Like, amateurs. Oh, this guy doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking amateurs. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought about going back to like, you know, hold my title, you know, defend yeah, my title. You should. And then I had to work and I was like, Well, well it looks like I'm not defending my title. Oh my but gosh. You should just show up one day just like sit in the bleachers and just like hold your trophy, you're like <laughs> they roll out the red carpet like he's back <laughs> who is that guy that's old man pickleball <laughs> let me tell you about this one night kids <laughs> <God>. <laughs> i so you also do muay thai mm-hmm. have you started doing bjj too because so you talk about it i in krav we did a lot of ground fighting oh okay, okay. but it wasn't like formal B- bjj Mm-hmm. Um, right. And it's like the biggest thing I always have to like put on my Muay Thai hat or my BJJ hat on yep. when I'm coming because it's like, oh, there's rules. Oh, crap. I can't kick you in the grunt. I can't eye gouge you. I can't do this, this, and that. And it's, it's so unfair. I know. Yeah. It's like, why can't I do that? Why did I learn these things? It's a submission, if I cannot use them. submission to the eyes. Mm-hmm. Like, what? <laughs> and so it's like, I really have to think about when I'm like in the clinch i'm like oh i can't do that's oh that's an illegal takedown yep. and yeah, so same. it's been fun because i've been learning a new sport so to say that i'm not great at that i'm improving at that i'm learning like oh it's not just like brawl until you win it's like there's there's a chess game it's, or there's a strategy i'm in and i'm out i'm in and i'm out and working different techniques to throw a bunch of jabs and then fake my jab and then rock them across versus right. just go in destroy succeed and then <laughs> the cyborg <laughs> of it yes. all. go destroy <laughs> succeed i gotta turn my robot brain <laughs> off yes you do but so i i do a couple sometimes i'll join with the bjj class and roll around i am not very good at gi by any means no gi sucks That's okay. so. gi's kind of lame <laughs> so sorry a couple no gi people here so. yeah it's only because i am terrible at it yeah. I just, it's breaking grips that really mm-hmm. I suck at, well, and uh, I don't like it. I For me, like I, I, my first, let's see, I've been doing it for 11 years now. So my first, like, five, six years of it was a lot of gi. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was not that I'm bad at it. It's just you, just, you just can't move around as much. No. Like, and, like, big guys can hold you down whenever I'm a small guy needs to move. Mm-hmm. That's kind of annoying. And I don't know. I, I don't just, know what that's like. What is that like? Is that hard? Is that hard? <laughs> <laughs> hard? Mm. Yeah. So I just, I just, yeah, it's just easier to move and no gi. And plus it's more applicable to what I want to do, which is MMA. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, mm-hmm. there's no collars in MMA. Yeah. yeah. So I also felt that way too. And that's something that I was going to ask you is, have you ever thought about doing like MMA class? Because I think it frees up a little bit more of that restraint because I have the same problem. Like one day when Garrett, swept me or took me down i still had his arm and i literally did not mean to but i went to go arm bar him and he was like what are you doing and i'm like i'm so sorry i'm so habit. sorry it's habit. but yeah. it is it becomes a muscle memory thing mm-hmm. so turning that off takes an extra 
step in my head, which is weird because I'm not, I've never fought MMA. I'm not good at MMA, but I think like being able to recognize different positions you become in, it does, you really do have to turn stuff off. Mm -hmm. So do you ever think about doing MMA? Um, It goes back to a time standpoint. Uh, You know, we only have 24 hours in a day and it's where you want to spend your time, whether okay. if you want to, you know, spend it in athletics and, you know, become physically fit and lift and work out and do this. And then you got a life where you want to invest into other people and mentor people or go spend time with your family. Like there, there's only so much time in the day. So you got to kind of like choose on what you want to devote that time to. And I have not devoted any time to the thought of MMA because a lot of times the MMA classes are on the weekends. Yeah. Yeah. And so my weekends, I really try to spend a lot more time with, like, my family just because during the week I'm really busy. I'm my, – my friends are always like, hey, let's hang out. And I'm like, hey, you need to schedule me four to six weeks in advance. Yeah, same. Yeah, I get it. And so I'm never going to be good enough to ever compete in an MMA match. And it would be fun to, like, see everything, like, come back to normal. Um, but I don't know if that's just a – something i want to devote my time to right now sure there's other priorities i want to invest in yeah yeah that's, yeah, it's, that's why when we spar though like a lot of times i would say hey you can i don't care if you use mm-hmm. the sweeps that you can't do in muay thai yes. like if you trip my leg behind me cool like it doesn't matter to me because i i you know you could do all that shit in mm-hmm. way minus like headbutts and eye gouges and kicking the groin yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> so like and you just have to make sure they look like accidents exactly <laughs> there's, there's there little tricks yeah <laughs> Yeah, I get it. I mean, yeah, I mean, it it does like if you really try to pursue these things for any kind of a, even like to, you know, if you don't want to make a career but you still want to devote some time into taking a fight at an at a low level mm-hmm. tournament or whatever, it's you still got to put you know oh, the exhausting amount of, amount of time into it. Oh yeah, the amount of hours that you will experience soon, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> For, like, fight camp is ridiculous, and it's a whole from, it's a mindset, it's a mindset to be able to push yourself through that fight camp, it's, you know, your body is underneath extreme amount of stress to be able to recover, to move on to the next day, and um, that's an exciting thing to be able to compete and do that, Um, and I'm excited for Sarah to do it here soon. I know, but, like, I don't think for this one, Jamie says she's not doing a full-fledged fight camp. Mm Mm-mm. Doesn't but, mean you can't do one. No, I'm down for it. Like, I, that's the thing is, like, I, when I go into things like that, I think one of my favorite things about it is for the first time in my day, in my life, my brain shuts off completely. And it's everything I need. Like, aside from, like, getting high or whatever, it's, like, it's the only time that my brain stops just constantly going and so when I'm putting myself like when we do MMA class with Campbell I there was no like Sean T put it best he's like stop thinking and just do it Mm. just don't think about it and like when we did your um fight I don't even know what it's called fight camp was it just the one Saturday yeah Yeah. (laughs) It, it was everything to me because I don't think I don't have to think I can do whatever and like it sucks and it hurts and I there I'll catch myself being like oh my god this sucks but then I have to shut it off immediately and it's so cathartic Mm -hmm. as opposed to like doing 
um, drilling, then I have to think about what I'm doing. And I'm like, oh my yeah. God, I literally shut down. Like, I think I told Coach Jamie, I was like, dude, after 30 minutes, I sh my brain shut down. And I don't know if that's like ADHD or my lack of ability to just focus at all. I think, <laughs> just like, well, I don't for, know. for sometimes, I mean, I think too, just like depending on how exhausted you are, you know, because when we did, I think maybe a couple fight trainings ago, we were there at eight in the morning to do MMA class. Yeah. And then we kind of like, at one point, I think we went oh, to the store, yeah, yeah, we went yeah. to Starbucks, we kind of vibed a little bit, you know what I mean? It's so like we didn't like, we've been up since 6 a.m. Mm -hmm. and going the whole time and then doing that fight training at like noon to one thirty. So we were there from like, for like four or five hours, you know, Either way. effectively, you they know, so. It, it was a pretty light practice though. Shut it was up. I am close enough that my tiny stubby legs would reach you, <laughs> unlike sparring, <laughs> where you're con like that's the thing is you're so tall. Is that like, is it nice to be that tall so that you can keep everyone at bay? What is what is your strengths and what are your weaknesses in Muay Thai? That's a great question. Um, my weakness. I'm gonna start with weakness. Okay. Uh, my weakness. I'm writing would just it down. Is <laughs> just my knowledge of Muay Thai. Oh, okay. Like I was talking with Jay and. You know, I just don't know as many combos. It's like in Krav, it's just jab, cross, jab, cross, get in, clinch, and take them to the ground. And and so in this, it, there's so much more of a strategy. And so I throw a lot of jab crosses or just yeah, same. a lot of jabs. Yeah. And I like to keep people at bay until I want to, like, move in. Um, so, like, that's something I'm definitely working on and practicing is, like, oh, look, fake, fake, and do different things to just to fake people out a lot more. And work more on the strategy versus actually like the punching of people in the face. I sure. mean, that can also <laughs> be a strength though, too. I mean, Coach Jamie posted that thing that it was like, you should be able to win almost every single Muay Thai fight with just a jab across and like, you know, a low kick. I don't even mm -hmm. remember what the three. It was like su was super simple. Jab, jab, teep. jab, low kick, teep. Like, That's what it was. Very yeah. strong yeah. weapons. Yeah. 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 And, and I agree. I think someone else told me like, the jab is the most under like rated element that you have. And mm -hmm. for me, it absolutely is true. Now I already talked to coach Jamie about this. I need to get my head off the line. That's fine. fine. <laughs> um, but that being said, like it's interesting that you say that because yes, combos are all great, but it is such a strategy game that it mm -hmm. could just be like, I don't, I don't have to know a 20 punch combo to win every match that I mm -hmm. set up against. Okay, so now that you've noted that your weakness is also a huge strat, a huge you know strength. What's your strength? <laughs> I would say I have some pretty powerful leg kicks. Yeah. When I want to use them. Yeah. Um, I still feel bad when I'm like in a training environment and I blast someone, someone with their leg kick. I just feel guilty a little. It it happens sometimes though. Yeah. I mean, especially sometimes you just hit the button. Mm -hmm. And you know, like today, um, I did like a spinning back kick. Ooh, nice. And like, and I pulled it like mm -hmm. very well, but I hit like right under the dude's rib. Oof. And he was like, Ugh! and I was like, I am so sorry. He goes, no, you just you just like hit the spot. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, well, that happens sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like. Or maybe I just ran into the punch, you know, mm -hmm. like they didn't throw it hard, but I, but me running into it made it a hard shot. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. I like, like, I will straight up be like, you want to know what's fun is when I come forward with my hands down and you just punch me really hard. <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to break your fist <laughs> with yes. my face. Yeah. 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 Why not? Um. So with Muay Thai, you said, how long have you been doing it for? Muay Thai? Yeah. 
Uh, it's coming back to a year now. A year? Only yeah. a year. Get wow. the fuck out of here. Yeah. Well, how long? So how long did you crop Maga then? I did it for about two years in high school. And then I didn't do anything during like my college. I did a, some things here and Lots there. Lots of tennis. Yeah, a know, lot of tennis. Pickleball <laughs> murders. <laughs> <laughs> and then I did probably another like two years when I got graduated and came back home. Okay. And so, I mean, probably total years of experience underneath my little belt of mine is probably close to like five or six years of martial arts okay. experience. Well, it's still quite a decent little pedigree there. Yeah. 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 So I was saying, like, you, you were talking about like, you know, boxing and stuff, getting ready for trying to go to basic training and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I'm like, man, like all my friends like that went were like metalheads. Yeah. And like, you know, it's like smoke weed and like listen to metal and stuff like that. And like, they're like, I'm going to go to the military. I'm like, I mean, it's all right. Good <laughs> it, it was. It was really good for all, a lot oh, of my yeah. friends, you know, because as I said, we were younger. We, we were just bullshitting. Yeah, you, you know? don't know until you, yeah. you go and We played it. hacky sack and paintball, oh. you know? So paintball was like, my big sport, okay, which is the most expensive sport on the planet, yeah. with the least amount of, like, it's you think becoming a famous fighter that can actually manage in like that, you know, mm-hmm. like a UFC level, like a, a, even like a mid tier UFC level, is hard to get to. Like, professional paintball is like the most expensive, yeah. the hardest to get into. It's crazy. Yeah, how far so, did you get? I just played like local tournaments okay. and stuff like that, but I had a buddy who actually went to like some of like the the national tournaments mm-hmm. and stuff, and he told me he's like, bro, like I spent so much money to get into that to do that because every tournament, like a jujitsu tournament, you pay to get into the tournament. Yep. Did you get to choose your color paintball? Well, some of them were different colors on the outside, and they they might splat pink or something. I used to like to pick like bright pink or bright yellow or bright orange because you could watch your stream Mm -hmm. easier versus like silver or black or something like that but it was it was really fun because you could go spend a thousand dollars on a paintball marker and then you spend two hundred dollars on the tank you spend two hundred dollars on the hopper for Mm -hmm. it and then you buy all these upgrades you buy all the clothes and before you know you're three thousand dollars in and you haven't even played a game yet yeah you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah i had a buddy that competed in um professional level paintball yeah wow and so i i gotta learn a lot more about that and his experience and he moved down to florida to compete and train and it was crazy what he did that's so cool he moved back and just was able to you know share his experience and it was just it was really cool that he got to go experience that that's really cool now what's he do I believe he's working in the auto industry right now. Okay. I thought you were going to be like, he paints houses <laughs> with his paintball gun. <laughs> 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 that would be awesome. Yeah, that's a super cool experience. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, he played it professionally, mm-hmm. and now he's like Back working, working a regular job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what? it's not like a you're not going to make millions of dollars. You just, but you make millions of dollars worth of experiences, I feel like, which yeah. is the cool thing. Yeah, life so. is about experiences. Absolutely. Life is about the journey. It's not about you know, the destination or, you know, the things that are in it. It's all about, it's the journey that you get to enjoy. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I I agree. I think I've noticed that as I get older, we won't disclose how old, but as I get older, I've noticed that as well. I just need to be able to translate that into the same idea as like fighting. And I know we've talked about this before where I'll just get very frustrated that I didn't like quote unquote win or mm-hmm. I didn't get this thing or whatever. And I have to remember it's about, Having fun. Having fun yeah. and showing up and just like being here and yeah. learning things and 
I did it once. I forget what Monday it was, and we were sparring. We, Royal We, we were all sparring, <laughs> and I was just, like, not doing well, and I was getting frustrated. I was like, man, I was like, what am I doing here? I, like, I'm supposed to have fun. Like, I'm never going, I'm not going anywhere. I'm just here to have a good time, hang out with people, and just, you know, exercise. And yeah. so then I had to, like, step back a little and just get back into that proper mindset. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's really hard, especially when you go like the other day. I went in with a goal of like I'm gonna work on my footwork, and then my footwork sucked, and I was like, "Why am I here? What am I doing? Mm-hmm. I need to leave." But it was just about like, "Hey, it's it's okay. It doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be." Yeah. So like the past two Mondays, my my tooth is fixed now. Oh, congrats! But the, but the past two Mondays, I was like, "Well, I've got this temporary crown, and I can't get punched in the mouth. So I'm gonna work on different stuff, and I'm not gonna punch me in the face, and they're mm-hmm. not gonna hit me in the face either." So, like, the first Monday I did that, I was, like, working on different stuff. I'm like, this is working. Cool. Yeah, neat. And then I do the same game plan the next Monday, and I just get my ass chin and just beat. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> so, like, yeah, it's, you know, it doesn't work every time. Not everything's 100%. So, before we wrap everything up, is there yeah. anything that we didn't hit on that you wanted to talk about? a really good question i have a lot of things i could talk about <laughs> I love and, it. and that's why i wanted to make sure i had something so we didn't run out of uh, topics to talk about but one of the big things i wanted to chat about was um these are more or less about like these are just principles that i like kind of learned growing up and from a lot of wise people that i've got to pick their brain and just learn from their experiences but one thing that they would say that is that you're the average of the five people that you hang out with. interesting i don't know if you've ever heard of that or I, not. I think i've heard yeah yeah i think so <laughs> somebody said it somebody wise yeah and not so, me but somebody and i really started to think about that and like focusing on it it's like all right who are the five people that i spend the most time with in my day from if that's like a podcast person i'm listening to to the people that i'm in, interacting with like after school after work or whatever and i was like wow like i can see why i'm kind of like going into this direction and of like it goes back to another saying like garbage in garbage out is what my yeah. mom would always say growing up and it's like if i'm consuming garbage in my head through my ears and i'm eating garbage that's just not good for my body like it's just not going to be a, a fruitful environment for me and so i've been really I, past like 5 years i really focused on like pulling in people that i wanted to be like more and like and kind of like try to increase my average of people and it's been it's been a journey and it's been interesting to see how things have changed in my life and how my mindset has changed and um, I would encourage everyone to do that. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Life's and a, thank you for life's letting a growth game. And thank you for letting us be part of that and oh, not absolutely. having us be the the garbage. <laughs> yeah. We are not the garbage in. We are the garbage out. No. So, <laughs> so we always always ask, what do you think your superpower is? I was processing this and I had someone help me out and help give me a little guidance on I that. Love it. And it would probably be like connecting with people. Yeah. I just uh, feel like I do a pretty good job of like being warm and welcoming and just ha- being able to have a good conversation with others. And um, I would say that's probably like one of my superpowers. And what I had a great superpower. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's important. Connection is life's the human connection, um, the whole experience. My so, favorite yeah. Captain Planet person was Heart. And everyone dogs on him, but he could talk to animals, and that's really cool. Well, so. I feel like growing up, like, so when I was a kid, I was like, yeah, fire, cool. Now, like, growing up, I, I, I kind of understand heart a lot more mm-hmm. as I've matured and, you know, 
become a better person because as a kid you're like yeah he catches shit on fire <laughs> that's cool well, that i was just, just like i want to talk to dolphins so like whatever yeah well that just goes back to like you know when when you were a kid like society didn't really teach us about emotions like yes. men you're not allowed to have emotions you're yeah. not allowed to do this this and that and so sure you know, in today's environment there it's encouraged now to have emotions and express those emotions in healthy ways and um that kind of opens up mindset of, i'm like oh heart is important yeah. these emotions yeah. are important and so let's express them in a way that people can hear them yay fuck yeah i love it fuck yeah, yeah. fuck yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know what that's metal as fuck <laughs> all right <It> <laughs> thank you thank you yeah. thank you for sharing your wisdom and all of your amazingness with us and yeah peace Thank you. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. <laughs> That's a wrap, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, you're so welcome. That was, that was fun. so cool. So like, dude, I didn't know you fucking mauled a bunch of people in pickleball. That's so cool. Yeah, it's hilarious. Like, I just, I just woke up like this and won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I. The cool thing about this is like, cause like.